testing, testing, one, two, three, testing, testing, one, two, three. Okay, we are recording, we are live. Thank you for tuning in. This, I mean, is a surprise. It feels like it might be a surprise. Because I did say last episode um, with Heather Juju and her boyfriend, I'm like, this is the last one of the year. However, I just have like too many topics that are stacking up. Um, and I don't feel like going into the new year with them. I would like to kind of uh, cleanse myself of them, clear the cobwebs out, etc. And... Yeah, I mean, this is this might be another one of those little mini episodes. It's like thirty minutes. Uh, I mean, we'll see. So, again, topics. However, I did. Okay, so I'm kind of annoyed because, like, I'm not saying that I started this. Um, because you know, years ago, I would do like a predictions list. Or an in and out list of the year. And uh, it's gone too far. Um, I don't think I've done them for a couple years. But I did. uh, Jordan Firstman's got favorited. Or just suggested on my Instagram. Whatever the fuck. And uh, I mean it was just fucking terrible. Okay actually you know I'm I'm, I'm going online. I'm pulling this up. I'm really disappointed because a lot of like good friends. Uh liked this post by um Jordan Firstman who he's not like my um nemesis by any means but I do not respect him. Oh wait, hold on. He's he's at a uh 802,000 followers. The last I looked, he was like approaching a million, so it seems like he's been maybe hemorrhaging followers. Okay, so he made like a little ins and out list and uh has 31,000 likes who are my friends that like this Leia Dasha Patrick Caper Lant oh I can't even look at this okay but the end is like glass noodles writing things down being reliable therapy therapy bitch shut the fuck up going to court (laughs) not knowing ever at the party okay this was this is like shit I did in like 2014 that I look back on and I'm like mortified. <gasps> HRH collection comes on this. Oh my God. She said, I love pooping and hate gay terms. No, 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 no. Alex, Alexandra, come on. What the fuck, bitch? Okay, here's out. Fashion, pooping, TV shows. Halloween, liars and lying, cities, Gen Z versus millennial, red carpets, cocaine, buying things. This is so fucking stupid. I hate this shit. This is so whatever. I think on that note, I am going to read my very short um, 2024 predictions list. Buckle up. Oh, God. I hope this really... I mean, I hope it's better than what Jordan Firstman's serving up. Okay. These are my 2024 predictions. Grass stains on pants. Pro-life Spider-Man. 
crossing your fingers and lying to someone's face. Bouncing a tire. Pimps. The Malaysian plane returning from an alternate dimension. The bold look of Kohler. Plumber's crack. Glass shower doors with slightly more character. Pistachio. Beowulf. Margarine. Taylor Swift announces pregnancy and then dies. And that's it for my 2024 predictions. Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, What do you guys think about that? Sound off in the comments. I mean, I would love to hear your predictions. You got anything in your mind? Let me know. Um, I mean, the Taylor Swift one is kind of random. I just, I just kind of do hope she dies. Like, I, <laughs> I never wish death on anyone. I just think she actually has to die because she's addicted to fame and she's an absolute monster. And, uh, I, I don't think I can live the rest of my life with her just trying this hard constantly. Uh, because every time I hear her voice, I hear a song. I used to like her music. I used to like her music. Now, makes me want to fucking claw my skin off. So thanks a lot, Taylor. Um, you know, just for crafting your entire career to pander to 12-year-old girls who are absolutely helpless and addicted to um, whatever you're putting out. Um, you won. You won. You won, and uh, everyone lost. So I hope you're happy. Um, You fucking... Okay, topic number one. Okay, this is kind of random, but uh, it's always kind of prescient. Okay. Um, When people are arguing online, someone is always like, oh, that's a straw man argument. And like, what is that? And I feel like I've truly Googled it like so many times. Okay, here I go. Straw man argument. A straw man argument is a distorted and weaker version of another person's argument that can easily be refuted. Example, when a teacher proposes that the class spends more time on math exercises a parent complains that the teacher doesn't care about reading and writing. Okay, again, like, I don't even fucking... This doesn't... Like, yeah, I, I feel like every issue that someone uses this strawman argument with is very complicated and complex. So, like, maybe you just need to, like, hear the other person out a little more. Like, I don't care. I, I You know, after you know googling this topic i realized like i absolutely do not care because it just seems like propaganda or something it's just like yeah okay you can't deal with uh whatever okay next topic okay i love my shitty television <laughs> i have a 30 inch like i think samsung 
but when I was staying at um, Heather Juju's house-sitting, dog-sitting gig, there was a giant TV in my guest room, which was kind of sick. I mean, I just, you know, a giant TV. Uh, but it's it's HD, and I uh, was trying to catch up on the Gilded Age. Um, I know the last episode, or two, you know, last two episodes I was talking shit about not just the TV show, The Gilded Age, but, like, how much I hate the, <laughs> the art of The Gilded Age. Uh, but I was watching the HBO show on an HD TV, and it it was just so jarring, and, like, it was so... This TV was huge. It was, like, 60 inches um, corner to corner, and it, it was, like, basically the foot of my bat, and I was like... Uh, this is nauseating. This is horrible. Like, it just, you see too much of, like, the production of the show, and there's no, um, uh, well, back in my day, we called it verisimilitude, uh, which, let me Google that word really quick, because I think it's so important, verisimilitude. Um, the appearance of being true or real. Okay, so it doesn't seem true or real. It's not trail. <laughs> it's not real. You just it looks like a set, and the lighting it doesn't look sophisticated because it just looks um fake, and it's it's there's too many frames per second, and I'm just like, wait, like this looks so much better on my shitty TV. Which by the way, it's not a shitty TV. I you know it's like a TV I bought like five years ago. Um, it's a Samsung, by the way, but um, it's also small and I, it's a little far away from my couch. And I feel like that's good enough uh, for me. And I, I think that most things um, look best that way. Like, you know, I'm watching a lot of reality TV, uh, television shows. I'm watching a lot of, I mean, movies that aren't super recent, but like, I don't need to see them in HD. Like, that's for a theater. And even a theater doesn't look like that because they're projecting it with, like, light so it's not the same. I, I, oh, God. And I got really bugged out thinking about how everyone is, like, watching these TV shows on these... Because the TV that I was watching it on, like, I know I was saying it's like, oh, it's so big and so crazy. That TV is probably, like, I mean, mine was, like, $150, like, five years ago. This is probably, like, maybe $250. Um, and it's big, and it's, just like, a regular, regular TV. Uh, you know, but I don't, it looks horrible. And, you know, every time the holidays roll around, there's uh, the meme that comes out that's, like, here's how to, like, make, you know, it's, like, motion smoothing how to how like undo that and shit and it's like okay cool but like it's i don't know if it does it enough um it, it really fucks with because it makes everything seem like a play on a stage and not like a movie um and i i don't like it i really don't like it um so you know i i like my tvs a little smaller the further away uh, and I don't need it to be, I don't need like a, a theater experience in my fucking apartment. It's so random. 
Anyways, okay. Next freaking topic. I've been like really harping on the phrase. <laughs> I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad that stepped up. I just think whoever coined that term is a fucking genius. It's so fucking perfect. I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad that stepped up. Because that is such a real fucking issue in Americans' lives. Um, And it's so brave for a man to step up and, like, raise his, like, BPD hose-ass kids. And we love men that do that. I mean, we, we want, we, you know, bring back our men and this is, this is how they're coming back. They're raising the kids. Um, I wonder if I can like figure out like who said I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad who stepped up first. Um, know your meme. Okay. Okay. Um, origin. On June 22nd, 2017, the now defunct Facebook page, My Family in My Heart, started selling t-shirts with the slogan, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay, I guess we don't, we don't have like the origin. And that's like with most things these days that are kind of vi-vi, uh, we don't know. Um, um, anyways, okay, next topic. But again, shout out to the stepdad who stepped up. Okay. Do you guys remember when like everyone discovered Laura Dern in like 2018? <laughs> it was so fucking annoying. I don't even know like how why that happened. Okay, it wasn't okay. Obviously, she was in Jurassic Park, and then the show Enlightened, uh, which you know I was watching. Uh, and then I don't know what like catapulted her into the stratospheres of like just annoying gay guys that have like very, I would say low taste. Um, they were suddenly obsessed with Laura Dern and they still are. Um, and I don't know if it really bothers me that much because like. Laura Turn, yeah, she is that bitch. But I don't think the gays that worship her in that way, that make, like, memes out of her and make her kind of like a joke, I just don't think they respect her in um, an appropriate manner. And uh, I just, what was the shift? What was the shift? I don't think it was um, enlightened. I mean, maybe it was... It had been something else. Oh, um, oh, Big Little Lies. It was probably Big Little Lies. And, you know, oh, God, that that's what it was. Um, because she was, like, a, a tech CEO, and then, uh, you know, she spoke her mind and then, like, bashed her husband's, like, little model choo-choo train thing apart. Um, I mean, she was great in that. She's great in everything. She's Laura Dern, but like a lot of us knew that for a solid decade before that. So, I mean, listen, I, you know, I love the Laura Dern Assange to a, 
to an extent, but um, now that it's like too little, too late, it's just kind of like okay, like I don't think you really appreciate it for the right reasons. Eh, it's fine. I'm not trying to gatekeep LD. Okay, we got some we we got some topics. Okay, we gotta get moving. Next one on the docket. Um, Kathy Griffin just announced her divorce from her husband, Randy Bick. Did any of you think that Kathy Griffin was married? Because to me, that just didn't sound right in the first place. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's she's married? And the thing is, she's been married for a long time. And her husband, who's a very tall man, handsome, eh, kind of kind of he um he's kind of a total monet from afar it's like yeah but that's all tall men when you're like six five it's like yeah you know it doesn't matter um he's 18 years younger than her though which i mean that's cool like good for her but i didn't think you know her kind of like timber and like tone is of a woman that's like never gotten laid so i'm like wait bitch you've been married to a hot guy for a long time (laughs) well it's actually just like four years but i mean four years is a long time uh so what's like shut up (laughs) Uh, okay all right I used to love Kathy Griffin. Life on the D-list when she had her parents on. It was so funny and so cool. And it's just like she really just succumbed to the times which were so political. And she just couldn't... Like, as a comedian, if you're an artist, like, you cannot be that much of an ideologue. Like, you have to observe life from afar that's what I believe and place as little judgment as possible on other people. But she went hard in the fucking paint and, uh, you know, I don't like that. She kind of she didn't lose her career, but she definitely like had death threats and like, you know, when she did the, like, um, she like posted that photo, uh, with like a Trump mask, was covered in blood and she was like holding it up and it's like oh shit (laughs) i mean that is kind of i mean to me i saw that i was like it was casual it wasn't extreme but if you really do want to think about it like well i mean you can see how if you know she saw someone else doing that like if i don't know candace owens was holding up a fucking Obama mask or Joe Biden mask with blood, she she would freak out, you know. That's why I don't get like what people are really ever doing. <sighs> Again, as artists, you gotta you just gotta stop. Okay, next topic. Okay, skincare hive assemble. I found a very affordable very luxurious feeling cream moisturizer for the fall winter at the advice of Alexis Page. 
If you don't know who Alexis Page is, just get on the Googler Schmoogler. She is a very good friend of mine. Um, and not, I mean, she's actually, no, she's the only person I trust with skincare. I mean, uh, she's also an upstate girl. Uh, we, we, we connect, you know, so it's like, you know, James Charles, Lana Del Rey, me, Alexis Page. Okay. Are we going to steer you wrong? I don't think so. So, um, Alexis, uh, you know, I asked her the other day, cause I'm, I've been running out of, um, you know, when I had like unemployment money a few years ago, like two years ago, I was just like buying skincare shit and, uh, not a lot since then. And, um, they're all kind of running out at the same time. And I'm like, uh oh, like, <laughs> uh oh. Um, but like, I don't really think anything really does anything that much. However, like in the winter, you know, your skin does feel somewhat dry. I am a greasy Italian. So like my dry skin is not maybe your dry skin. Like it's, it's not like an, uh, an Irish person who's like flaking, you know what I mean? But I do like to just feel like, you know, I moisturize them. Uh, you know, it's something to do in the morning or at night or in the afternoon whatever it's just like to put the cream on the face okay so a friend of the pod alexis uh page suggested um this product that was very affordable and like i am giving it to you guys because like i want you to be happy <laughs> i want you to be happy um and it was 28 dollars, and it's like a jar that's like the normal size jar of moisturizer and i didn't even realize till it came to my house it is Korean. Those Korean hoes know what the fuck is up. Point blank period. Okay. So it's called Tier Tier, T-I-R, T-I-R, Ceramic Cream Moisturizer. And I got it on SoCoGlam.com. That's S-O-K-O-Glam.com. Um, and, you know, I I just bought this jar fragrance free it's like a a thick cream but it it's smooth and i mean a little bit to say that a little bit goes a long way is like the understatement of 2023 it's fantastic um and it just does exactly what i wanted to do it seems very utilitarian um which to me, but it's in like a little chic bottle. It's like glass with like a, okay, the top looks like it's metal, but it's like shiny plastic. But the the bottle itself is heavy glass. So like, that's nice. And for $28, I mean, come on. Oh, but I wanted to say it was 35, but uh, I used my honey plug-in. Cause like, if you're not using honey, <laughs> you're literally out of your goddamn mind. I saved a lot of money and honey. Uh, I saved $7 and then, um, the shipping was seven. So it balanced out. I mean, that's life, uh, et cetera. Um, but overall, if a product is good enough for Alexis page, it's good enough for me. And if it's good enough for me, then it's good enough for you. And, uh, you know, again, I'm not getting paid by tier tier. Um, tur -tur, I don't even know how to pronounce it. But it is just um, for the winter months, like the thickness, the cream. It's like it's like almost exactly like the Kiehl's 
moisturizing super whatever shit um and that bottle which is the same size i think was like i paid like 80 something dollars for except i did not pay for it it was free but i know how much it costs and it might even like 90 i i have to pass this on to you guys i couldn't live with myself if i did not pass this on to you again tier tier ceramic cream moisturizer from socoglam.com period bitch okay digging the bell next topic whoa okay this one's crazy um i got like a promoted post on facebook about this guy in australia because like you know i'd be loving australians lately um there's an australian white tree frog named dumpy and um you know it's like imagine like a a rainforest frog it's like green big eyes the the hands have little things and then just like you know what what size is that to you it's like the size of like i like a coaster it's small this frog dumpy the white australian tree frog is I'm going to say the size of like a crock pot and it's crazy. And this guy just, it's his pet and uh, he loves it. Uh, You kind of want to like chop it in half or something. (laughs) Kind of like I see that I'm like, I want to take an ax and just split it in half. Like it shouldn't be alive. Like it's too big. The proportions are wrong like it's it's palm is the size of my face um i don't like that coming from a frog um so i mean i do i love dumpy the the white australian tree frog Uh, do i want it to walk this earth with me Eh, not so much um but again i love and respect all of god's creatures um it's something maybe you know if you're bored you look into because it is it is really wild i mean i yeah in terms of like wildlife stuff which i'm very much into i think that uh yeah it's crazy and, and you know it's like it sticks to the side of this like weird kind of aquarium thing he has um yeah i don't know it's hard to put into words it's it's just like too weird. I'm like, wait, what? You know, it'd be like if like, um, well, what's the comparison here? I mean, cause it, not that like frogs and toads are like insects, but they're, they're supposed to be tiny. Anything that jumps, anything that jumps, it's gotta be small. Cause otherwise it fucks with our entire perception of reality. Um, so it would be like if, uh, well, I don't know. Like a, like a coyote was like 20 feet tall who's giving Pegasus. I don't know. I don't know. The frog is fu- it's like slimy. It's beautiful though. The eyes, you know. Again, I, I do be loving Dumpy, the white Australian tree frog. Um, okay, well, next topic. <laughs> Wait, do people... Do people in Berlin speak German? 
I've known so many people from New York that have moved to Berlin. By the way, they're dead to me. I they're they're too bushwicked out. Like I don't fuck with them honestly. Like I res- respect their journey, whatever they're doing with like music or whatever. But I'm never gonna fuck with you if you move from New York to Berlin. Bye bye. I don't care. Um, but I never. <laughs> Now that I never thought about this, uh, but I'm like, wait, is like the main language in Berlin German? I mean, I'm sure because I went to like, mm, I went to Munich when I was 15 and then like Switzerland, but then like everyone did kind of speak English, but like also that was so long ago. I don't properly remember like what the fuck was really happening, but like all these like Bushwick ass transplants, like moving. (laughs) They can't even speak English because they're on ketamine all the goddamn time. Or am I expected to believe they're like speaking German in Berlin? Like it's probably, I mean, maybe what I'm gathering is that like Berlin is this kind of, uh, affordable kind of hotspot for like the queer community from, Europe and like uh, Latin countries to kind of come together and just listen to Arca and fucking do ketamine and have terrible sex and um, kind of create a personality around that. Uh, But are they speaking German? I'm not sure. And like, Props of them for not, because, like, German seems really, really random. Oh, it seems so random. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Exactly, Anna. Okay. Well, okay. We got a few more topics. We did 30 minutes. Okay, I was only shooting for 30. Okay, here we go. Okay, so I went to um, a variety coffee in my neighborhood today. So I did drive best friends of the pod, Antonio and Rachel to Ikea. Um, I love going to Ikea. I have no problem going to Ikea. It was a Saturday. It was busy. I was like, I don't care. I love, I just like going to Ikea and I just like seeing what they're up to. Cause you know, I like furniture. I like design. Um, and I like to get my steps in bitch. I fucking looked at my steps for the day and it's the highest it's been in like, weeks it was at like seven thousand and i was like well, i didn't even like do anything <laughs> so maybe instead of going to the, uh, the mall in long island i'll uh i'll go to just ikea and get my steps in there okay anyways guys next topic um actually circling back to the original topic variety coffee i did get a chai latte because I'm randomly a chai latte freak recently. I don't know. It's like the holiday season. I want some spice in my life. And I want a little pep in my step. So I'm trying the like chai lattes at every place around, you know, my immediate neighborhood. That was, um, I mean, Starbucks. Amazing. Cafe Grumpy. Um, I went to Variety today. 
variety if you're not uh, a New Yorker. It's kind of like a local chain. There's kind of like two to three in every like neighborhood. Not, I mean, not every neighborhood, but like any neighborhood you'd like want to live in, not to be a bitch. So, wait, how many? I'm going to look this up on Google right now. How many variety coffees are there in New York City? Eight. Uh, They opened their doors in Williamsburg in 2008. Since then, we've built eight locations. I mean, that makes sense. It's so Williamsburg. But it's just like, it's, uh, you know, at this point, it's like generic. It's like, whatever. It's fine. I either try latte today, and I will say, it's okay. It, it was slightly not as watery as Cafe Grumpy's, um, but it was acceptable. Um, it was much less expensive. I think it was like four something instead of literally seven. A cafe grumpy, um, uh, Starbucks. Thing is, it Starbucks like we don't know what things cost at Starbucks because it's like they do this. They do the like they make their cents random. So it's like four twenty eight, and they're like, you're like, okay, I guess that's. Uh, I don't know. I must be getting a deal because you know you're throwing me off. Uh, and it must seem like I'm getting like the cheapest price possible, but I know that's not true. So instead of saying like four twenty nine for something, it's like four twenty eight, and it's like, oh well, I, I'm getting market price, and you're not. It's actually so exorbitantly expensive and so stupid. Um, I do think the the chai at Starbucks is a little sweet. I'm realizing now it's like there's probably a lot of sugar in it. Um. They could tone it down a little bit, uh, but to me, it's better than uh, a chai being watery and just kind of like ugh, boring. Because um, a chai to me is like a specialty; it's not something you drink every day. Um, anyway, so I went to Variety and I was like waiting for my drink, and there was there were two people in front of me, and uh, the barista called out. <sighs> this really took me for a ride. Kids, he said, kids oat. And I paused. I was like, oh my God. It was like, kids oat. And he paused. He was like, kids oat, hot chocolate. I was like, wow. First of all, kid sizes for anything at a coffee shop. That's absolutely ballistic and crazy. Kids, anything. Well, I mean, I guess for a hot chocolate, it makes sense. However, when he said kids oat, I'm like, this fucking four-year-old is literally getting a latte. Because, <laughs> like, I saw the child, you know, literally running around. It was like a three-year-old. Like a three-year-old. Like before, kin- like pre-K. It was, the kid was pre-K. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I guess this little child is getting a hot chocolate with oat milk. Does that sit well with you? It didn't sit well with me. Um, I don't want to tell anyone to raise their kids. I just don't think you should do that. I mean, hot, ch- I mean, yeah, hot chocolate. Sure. But, like, why does the kid, because the, the adults didn't get drinks. Like, it was just the kid getting a hot chocolate with oat milk in the middle of the day, like, 1 p.m. I'm like, uh, maybe you should just have that at home. 
not on the go. Like I don't think the the, the three year old needs like a hot chocolate on the go. Because like if you've convinced your kid that they need that, like that's really weird. Like they can't even really, they can't even like talk yet. Do they need oat milk? And this. Okay, this is going back to Ikea, So, and also Blundstones. You know, you guys know I bought some Blundstones. They're not the, the regular Degler ones. They are the kind of urban, sporty uh, versions, but they are nonetheless uh, slip-on Chelsea boots, which I'd avoided for years. I didn't want to be so generic. Uh, well, generic in terms of, like, Brooklyn, you know? It's like, it's like this shoe. Anyway, so I was in Ikea with... Uh, best friends of the pod Antonio and Rachel and uh you know sometimes you go to Ikea like you're kind of just no matter what you do you're in um you're kind of always seeing the same groups of people throughout your journey um sometimes you pull ahead sometimes you fall behind sometimes they pull ahead sometimes they fall behind but there was uh uh you know, husband, wife, and like probably three or four year old child, and they're all wearing N95 masks in IKEA. And I'm like, well, this is child abuse. And um, I happen to look at their footwear, and both of the parents, husband and wife, were wearing, <sighs> drum roll, please, Bluntstones. I was like, God damn it all. Like, this is what I was avoiding. But you know what? That's not what I was avoiding. I was actually confronting it head on that, like, I'm going to buy some normie-ass shoes because they're comfortable. And then, uh, thank God, I have, (laughs) I mean, it's somewhat of a personality to rely on. Gypsy Rosebun chart. I mean, we talked about her a little bit on my last episode with Heather Juju and her boyfriend for Ross. But I, I realized that like the reason why everyone, I mean, Gypsy Rose's like Instagram is popping the fuck off, and people love and support her because like she was a victim of abuse. Like she kind of didn't do anything wrong. She like did. She used the tools she had to get out of the horrific situation she had. But to me, I think that like. Um, the reason why people love her so much now is that, um, uh, everyone low key just hates their mother and there is a kind of ancient sort of thing going on where like we all resent our mothers because she birthed us and, you know, we were cozy in the womb and then we, we were ripped out of it and, uh, we hate our mothers for that and we forgive our fathers for everything that they do, but the mother is always, always kind of second place. We can never forgive the mother fully because uh, she brought us into this uh, into this world, and it's not fair. But guys, don't blame your mom. Love your mother. Um, I mean, try to, but I get it. <laughs> it's all tough. It's all very tough. But I think it's why people love Gypsy Rosebud and Chark. They're like, yeah, fuck your mom. I hate my mom. It's like a little too much. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I mean, she did have her, like, retarded boyfriend kill her mom. And, like, honestly, okay, I think she maybe did, like, an appropriate amount of time. 
it wasn't too long. It wasn't like 25 years. It was like, well, like 10 or some shit. I mean, she could have maybe called someone. Did she call the cops? I don't know. But again, she was a child. She knew what she was doing. So this was her last hope. So anyways, props to you, Mama. Props to you, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Um, glad you're out. Really looking forward to her uh, little... Um, Lifetime TV docu-series. She's going to say some stuff she's never said before. But, I mean, I just want to hear about what she was uh, up to in prison. Otherwise, like, I I feel like I get get the vibe. Um, That Hulu show was fucking incredible. Uh, It was called, like, Mommy Dead and Dearest. Um, It was great. Uh, Wait, Patricia Arquette and then Chloe Seveny was the neighbor. It was kind of random. We love to see her in anything, but, um, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, guys, um, okay. 50 minutes. Oh my God. I almost did enough. I almost did enough. Um, okay. Enough. Uh, so this is it. This is it for the year. Um, I don't know why I was just like testing out <laughs> a little sensor beep. Um, boop. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, it's hard to say what really happened this year, but I feel like, uh, probably I got just more comfortable doing solo episodes, which is my vibe. Uh, (laughs) and I'm, I'm just excited for 2024 to see what happens. Like, I don't know. I'm not gonna, I'm like never gonna quit the pod. Um, how I call you that? <laughs> what was that? Oh, I know. Okay, enough. Good night. Love you all so much, and truly see you next year. Bye bye.